Hey everybody, we're back with another podcast series, and today we have me, which is Allie, and we also have Rachel. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. So we got Michael and Rachel, guys. I'm glad you guys are able to join us on today's podcast series. Um, so today I was kind of just reflecting on the fact that fall is pretty much here and you know that just kind of brings up a lot of topic of change because you see change in the season, change in the weather and just the climate and your surroundings and a lot of people seem to go through a transition in the fall season. So that kind of brought about a question of you know how do you guys deal with change and how do you go through it as a young adult and what are the changes you're going through and kind of how you cope with that. I would love to hear from you guys on that. Michael, how, how are you dealing with change? Yeah, no, thank you, Allie. I think that this brings up a lot. So, you know, totally real me and if I'm like ever taking too long, but I think the first thing I think about with change is really thinking kind of behind the change on, um, really, I I tell people, like, taking a step back from your life, I think sometimes, like, as humans, we kind of resist change. I think whether changing would be, like, the best dang thing your life could ever, you know, happen to, I think we always tend to get a little, like, shut down or anxious about just things changing, and I think the older I get, uh, the more I realize just everything is not really permanent, you know, and just me trying to hold on to that inflexibility just really hurts me um i think yeah taking a step back is easier said than done but i think sometimes like around this time of year i was saying is i tend to see like spring and summer as like the get out there go and do things make progress and then fall and winter in tune with the seasons and the light and all of that kind of invites us back to say okay you know slow it down Let's think about it, you know, maybe do some more journaling or just talking with friends or loved ones and maybe just, you know, taking whatever time you need to really make it like an annual, you're almost like your own personal annual review, you know what I'm saying? So I think, um, I think probably every single one of us, you know, out there in the world listening could say, if we really thought about it and we're honest with ourselves, there's probably a few things we probably should change in our lives, whether that's anything from lack of boundaries to putting up with, you know, maybe just any other issues, whatever, whatever it is. So I think, um, yeah, just kind of even just getting you know? Yeah, totally. I totally get what you're saying. Rachel, what do you think about change and everything during this time? Uh, thanks, Allie. I really appreciate this topic. Um, I think for me, what helps me with change is also looking at what's staying the same. Because mm. sometimes it's really overwhelming to just mm-hmm. all these things that are changing and what's going on. But you don't really look at what's staying the same. Like your friends are staying the same. Your friends are still there to support you. Um, you're probably staying in the same house like for me I'm dealing with the change of like going to college and so I need to think of like I'm staying in the same house I'm taking an online course so I'm not like moving anywhere I'm staying with the same people 
thing that's really changing is that I have to work on college. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I mean, I love what you said about thinking about, you know, what's staying the same because it can be so overwhelming when, like you said, it, it really is overwhelming when you think of all changes because then you're like, oh my gosh, I got to prepare for all this. And as you know, I have anxiety. So regular things make me anxious, let alone change. So if all this, all these things are changing, I'm going to struggle with it and it's going to be hard, you know, and then it becomes really overwhelming. So just sitting there and kind of thinking, okay, what isn't changing? And, you know, as someone in recovery, I can't help but think of the serenity prayer, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So sometimes I struggle with all those different pieces of, well, can I change this? Do I have control over it? And, and just the acceptance piece of the things that I can or can't change, you know, and I, I definitely am starting a new transition, I guess you can say, of um, school as well. Like, I'm starting school now, and so I'm balancing school and work and just my own personal life, and thank God I was able to figure out a schedule that, you know, balances everything out, but it's definitely really hard. I haven't been to school in so long, so I'm trying to just get back in the groove of it and trying to remember, you know, what everything means and how to do everything and navigating myself through the whole college system and stuff when I used to not take it very seriously and now I am so I think it's just I think it's hard as a young adult to go through change because it's something we don't know and I mean I'm not saying for like adults that it's harder for them or easier for them but I just I do kind of think that it's harder on young adults because we have all this big change at once you know we become an you know a young adult and like legally an an adult and we have to figure out jobs and our career and education and you know then you get the pressures of getting married and settling down and having a family and you know getting engaged and all that stuff so it's like you have all this stuff going on where you know older adults they've already kind of you know, have their job for a while, they have their house, they have their family, you know, they pretty much are settled where young adults are trying to navigate all of that kind of at once. And then, and we fear, okay, are we, are we going to even get any of that? So I think that that's a big part of change and just trying to, you know, accept it and kind of just deal with it. So I guess that kind of brings me to ask you guys, how do you cope with change and like what are coping skills that you use when you know a change is coming and you have to go through it that brings up a lot um i'm happy to answer first um i think from what i heard from both you rachel and you ally is the need to feel and be grounded and i think you made a great Mm. point when you talked about remembering what's staying the same so I think I was just thinking in my head about that and I also was thinking you know it's bringing up a lot for how can you know supportive adult allies and our companies and organizations support young adults during change so I think something for me that's helped as someone in recovery as well and everything you said like is spot on about me too Ali as far as like being anxious and trying to have balance um, I think for me what's always made a difference was 
just someone supportive and someone who really can use their either like authority, influence, or I guess power to help you. I think part of why I'm so you know really vocal about youth adult partnerships is that uh, you know I definitely totally value peer support, obviously, and young adult connections are everything. But there's just sometimes in a young person's life that you need someone who does have that, you know, you know, who is a few steps ahead of you in a certain sense. Someone who does have, like, again, those resources and influence who can kind of either just help you out, whether it's, if it's your employer, maybe letting you work a flexible schedule or maybe just having an honest conversation about, you know, how you're doing and just, I mean, I personally had that with previous managers, my own managers now, and just that's been really helpful. So I think there's um, really we're looking at a call to action. I think that um, one person can make a difference. You know, if you are, you know, um, supervising any young adults, you know, any organization, really, um, you can make a huge, huge difference. Rachel, what about you? How do you, you know, when you have a change come about, how do you cope with, you know, accepting that change and going through with it? Um, thank you, Allie. Um, I really like what Michael said, but I also definitely can relate to what Allie, you said, because for me, when I am stressing about change, I usually do say the serenity prayer because all that comes to mind is like, what can I change? What can't I change? Like, what do I have control over? And I think for me, it's just realizing that like I'm powerless over the change, but I do have control over certain things. Like I have control over my attitude towards this change. And I think the attitude point is like really crucial for making sure that the change goes well, because if you're having a negative attitude towards it, then it's probably going to be a lot more stressful and a lot more complicated. But if you keep an open mind about it and you try to stay positive about it, then you will probably have more of an exciting time like, and probably enjoy the change more and you can see the benefits of the change. That's also something that I need to look at for me is like what can be better with this change like what can I improve on because of this change like if there is something important that might help me in this change that's mm. what I'm thinking about that is such that really just you really helped me there because you know having that attitude is everything because say it's a change that you're you don't want, you know, and it's kind of a forceful change that has to happen. And I think that's so true about, you know, having your, your attitude, because, you know, if you at least just try to be optimistic or just try to be grateful or just hope for the best and hang on to whatever hope or faith you have that, you know, it's, it's happening for a reason or there's something that you're going to get out of this and that everything's going to eventually work together for good, you know, I think that that can make such a big difference instead of just sitting there in, in the anxiety, instead start turning the anxiety over to acceptance and just, you know, peace and having that calm, 
you know, vibe going into it can definitely help a lot more and kind of have you have a like a clear head, you know, like say you got put in an internship or something at a place that has, you know, horrible people around you or something. And if you just have that attitude that like, you know what, I'm going to just be able to accept my attitude and how I'm going to do this and, you know, do my best that can help you so much with, you know, just getting through it a lot better and not only getting through it, you know, as they say, growing through it. So I think that that makes, you know, a huge difference. You definitely brought up a really good point about, you know, your attitude. Do you guys have like an example of a time where you had to face a change and want to share about how you got what that change was and how you got through it? And, you know, was it different as a young adult or compared to some if it happened to you when you were younger or maybe if it happened to you when you were older? Um, for me, I think the best example is the first time I went into treatment, um, was a big change. I was, um, about 14, 15, and I went to treatment for the first time, and it was a big change, and I wasn't, personally, I wasn't ready to get better, so I had a really negative attitude towards it. And I wasn't getting better. And I think it goes perfectly with the attitude because the next time I went to treatment, when I was about 16, 17, I was ready to get better. And I had a better attitude. And it was easier for me to get the help that I needed because I'm not focusing on the fact that I was changing and going to treatment and being away from my family. I was focusing on, well, this is something that I can focus on for me to get better even though the first time I went into treatment I was saying that oh I'm being ripped away from my family like I am just being forced to do things that I don't want to but now I'm just looking at it as okay I have an opportunity to work on myself and I think attitude is the whole basis for change because no matter what the situation is going on, your attitude makes or breaks the situation. That's great. Michael, what about you? Any examples of change that you want to share about? Yeah, no, I think for me the other thing that I've been thinking about as I was hearing you both talk um, was I think the kind of stages a lot of young adults can go through. I think, um, I thought in my own life, there was one stage where I was, like, having no change, like, no progress, no growth, just very stuck in this, like, avoidance stage, but then the other flip side of the coin is, lately, um, you know, I can get in the habit of never being satisfied, and I've been hearing a lot of talk about acceptance and being grounded, but I think there's sometimes a part of me that, like, can't really enjoy downtime because I'm always looking for like that next step and just not being like happy with you know what you've accomplished I'm sure everyone can relate to that but I think um, there was definitely a time in my life um, a handful of years ago actually part of my own recovery story that I tell people is honestly what got me really uh, I, I guess deep into the self-work was after 
um, a breakup of, a, of an old relationship. And I think sometimes, like, when you hit kind of that rock bottom, just something you thought was going to work out and it didn't, I think it kind of just was so unexpected that I kind of, I tell people it's kind of like, you know, the mirror the mirror breaks and you have then all the shards on the ground and you're picking it up piece by piece trying to put it back together. So when you can really analyze your own life in those pieces and those fragments, I think it helped me to kind of really examine what was working and what wasn't. So I think kind of at that point I realized, oh crap, like my health is horrible. I'm, you know, having panic attacks and finding out it really wasn't a healthy relationship, so on and so forth. So I think just from like that one moment where some people might say it's a horrible moment, it really turned into that silver lining, that kind of um, taking the best from, you know, what happened and making it into something better. So I think that led me into reading more wellness books and looking for like a new job, which led me to this job. So really um, just being able to, as you both said, be grateful and just, you know, be aware as Wow, that's a really, that's a great example, Michael. And I noticed that with both of you, with your changes, they both were, you know, some tough things to go through. And, you know, you still got through it and you still were able to, you know, eventually see the bright side of it, you know, eventually see the light, as they say, and kind of just figure out why everything kind of happened and just be okay with, you know, the change that was going on. I remember for me... A change that I had gone through was, you know, I've been through so many different ones and I'm sitting here trying to figure out, you know, which one to talk about. But I guess for me, it was when um, I was actively using drugs and I ended up having run-ins with the law and then got charged with, you know, charges that I was doing and ended up in prison. So I think that that change it was something I had to accept because I really had no choice. You know, I had to go. And, you know, I remember just surround, like sitting in the cell just thinking, I can't believe I'm here and why am I here and how'd this happen? And I knew it all stemmed from my drug use, but I was still like, okay, I'm going to be, this is my home for the next year and a half. How, how am I going to get through this? You know, this is not the type of change I wanted, you know, I wanted to get, you know, better help. I wanted to go to, you know, a rehab. I didn't want to feel the feelings of that incarceration had made me feel. And at the same time, so I had a living arrangement change. I had, you know, a self-esteem change of going from being a free person to, you know, a prisoner. And then I also had the change of actively using every day to being forced really to stay sober and to get sober. And, you know, at the same time, I also was trying to figure out, am I going to rebuild any relationships? Is anybody gonna be there for me? You know, and, you know, I had my family, but I still had to kind of mend the pain that I had caused them because of my use and because of my incarceration and I was really alone and I was also in a relationship at the time so I had to separate that so I went through all these changes all at once in the one day that was supposed to last for you know 18 months and I thought how am I going to get through all this and I think really my faith 
is what gets me through my change and definitely got me through that specific amount of changes um, because I just had nowhere else. I had nowhere to turn. I couldn't reach out to anybody. I didn't even, I couldn't even find comfort in an item because I had no items. I was in a prison cell, so I was lucky enough to just have the little cot and that uniform that I had on. I had nothing to find comfort in. I couldn't, like, you know, take a nice bubble bath. I couldn't go for a walk on the beach to, you know, relieve my stress. I had to sit there with all my thoughts in pretty much complete isolation and kind of get through that. And I think that it left me to a point of reaching out to something greater than myself and kind of saying, like, you know, God, I, I, I need you, you know, I, I don't know where else to turn. And that was the best place to turn. You know, it was my last resort in a sense, but it was the best resort. And I wish that was my first resort. And it kind of was the only thing that brought me peace because like you said before, Rachel, that was something that wouldn't change, that I had to realize that, you know, God was working this all out for good no matter what. And that if I just lean on that, then I'm going to find that peace. I'm going to find that acceptance. I'm going to find that serenity. And I'm going to be able to figure out what I can change and get the courage to actually change the things that I wanted to change. You know, I wanted to be able to actually stay sober. I wanted to, you know, maybe meet someone else in prison that, you know, was maybe going through the same things I was and try to make a friend to say. And, you know, fix the relationship that I had broken with my family and kind of, you know, accept my surroundings and not just sit there in anger because I saw people around me so angry and hurt that they let their pain and anger fester into just all negativity. And instead I sat there and I said, you know what, I kind of did what you said, Rachel, just accepted it and had that positive outlook. And that really got me through that change. And I never thought I would get through that change. I thought that I was going to go into a full breakdown mode, but I didn't because I, I changed my outlook. I reached out to something bigger than me and, you know, did the best that I could, you know? Well, guys, I think this has really been a great conversation and I really appreciate you guys coming on and um, talking about just kind of what you go through and just being so open. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm sure our listeners can definitely connect with everything that all of us said. And I can't wait to hear what our listeners have to say on our forum on, you know, what they go through and how they go through change and how they accept it and especially what it's like for them as young adults. So I really thank you guys for coming on and I'm looking forward to, for you joining our next podcast. So this is turningpointct.org. I'm Allie. We have Michael and Rachel here and we have had a great time talking with you guys and we can't wait to hear from all of you guys again. Thanks. Bye.